Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello. Hi. Welcome back to Old Millennials, a deep dive on shallow topics. I am one of your hosts, Margot Poupard. And I am your other host, Emily Bejin. And as we trudge on through this seemingly endless quarantine summer, we're back with a mini episode. And this week, we decided to revisit a topic that initially brought us together And also because it's now currently all season streaming on Hulu, The Hills. Yay. We weren't sure if we wanted to watch like a whole season or what, but Emily correctly suggested that we should watch the most iconic episode of them all from season three, episode 14, Forgive and Forget. Featuring special guest star Sean Kingston, which I had totally (laughs) forgotten. (laughs) Forgot that B-plot very quickly. (laughs) My third bullet point says, oh, God, Brent Bolthouse. Say his name three times in the mirror and he'll appear. (laughs) God, will Michael Keaton play him, though? Important question. You think he looks like Michael Keaton? No, I'm joking. Like, like Beetlejuice. Like. Oh, God. Yeah. I was like, wait, you mean like in the um, fictionalization or further fictionalization movie adaptation of The Hills for a Lifetime, you think Michael Keaton's going to play Brent Bolthouse? I gotta tell you right now, they don't have the money. No. Anyway, this episode is famous because this is the end of Elsie and Heidi. And before we start talking about highlights and um, traumatic flashbacks as we watch this, because boy, did I have a whole bunch looking at everybody's hair and their clothes. And oh, yeah. Oh, the decor. Oh, I think I have a note that's like, man, these floating shelves in Elsie's apartment are fucking hideous. Oh, my God. I've got six bullet points dedicated to fashion for this episode. Um, But I think, you know, it's really important. I want to know. Okay. So I want to know before and after. At the time, were you team Elsie or team Heidi? And has that changed now upon reflection? Because I feel like I had a change of heart, but I was curious 
how you felt. Sure. So I was very much team LC at the time. Now rewatching it, I don't really care. Like, honestly, at this point, <laughs> I just, Heidi, no one. Yeah, truly, I think this was way blown way out of proportion. Like, Heidi is right. She has no responsibility over what her uh, boyfriend says or didn't say. Like, fuck Spencer. But like, really, Heidi doesn't need to answer for him. It should be Elsie confronting him instead of Heidi. Um, so how do you feel about this after rewatching? So I guess initially I was team Heidi because I felt the same way as you like, oh, you can't control your boyfriend and oh, blah, blah, blah. And I also sort of felt like when I first watched the hills and this was going down not only was this kind of like the most interesting and kind of to me also like the saddest part like once they stopped being friends i will say i kind of started to lose interest in the show i obviously kept watching because as somebody who's watched literally every season of america's next top model i uh once you pop i do not stop so that was its own thing but i felt like the the end of the relationship, like in your real life, when you break up with your friends, sometimes that's more traumatic than any ex-boyfriend. I can probably tell you specific reasons why girlfriends and I stopped speaking, but could not tell you what bozo excuse some fucking clown gave me when we broke up. And so that's that's what I felt like was the most real about The Hills. So initially, sure. I was team Heidi. I thought Elsie wanted a way out of her friendship with Heidi when she realized that Heidi was like totally in it with Spencer. And I fully get that. Like I totally have made scenes about friends, boyfriends at the time. And we have stopped speaking for months and years on end, but that doesn't really matter. So again, it's really relatable, but now in rewatching it, especially as as somebody who watches the real housewives and Vanderpump rules and, you know, a lot of reality television has come along since then that I'm fans of and, you know, study as a scholar of the reality TV arts. Um, But now I'm team LC because I totally understand. I understand more where she's coming from because I kind of thought that initially when I first watched it, I thought that she was kind of coming across as a little self-righteous. But I know what she means. Like, yes, of course, you can't control him, but you can still apologize. You you just stood by and you didn't do anything. If she's your good friend, why wouldn't you say something to Spencer without her having even to prompt something? And I do believe Spencer did spread that rumor and then Heidi sort of tackled along. And so if she's your good friend, even if you're, you can still ride hard for your man or whatever, but still maintain your friendship. And, and I think that she didn't apologize genuinely. And the fact that she, every time, like that confrontation that they have at the fucking Norman Lear rock the yes. boat event, which I was like, yes. where, where, where am I? TV showrunner veteran Norman Lee. <laughs> Lear. <You're> t- okay. <laughs> Uh, so you know how we had Trevor on the show um, when we did the Oscars thing? He can yes. do this really this game called like Seven Degrees, so he can kind of connect any two random, generally like actors or you know screenwriters or whatever together. And my favorite thing that I annoyed him with was I told him to connect Buster Keaton to Misha Barton, which he did. I wonder what the connection is or the degrees of separation between Norman Lear and Lauren Conrad. I mean, even better if it's Whitney Cummings because there has to. I mean, honestly, I felt. So insane. Norman Lear has no idea who these women are, and no. neither do they know who he is. No. I bet if you ask them if they've ever seen All in the Family, they'd have no fucking clue what you're talking no. about. Or they think it was the Urkel show. No. But anyway. But but in some ways, was The Hills inspired slightly by the Mary Tyler Moore show, show you know, like new beginning for a woman I, in a city with a new career? I don't know. I don't know. 
I feel just like, putting that out there. I feel there. like that more that more closely aligns to me with Whitney's show, The City, because she like sure. used to New York, she's in the city. I felt like that, and it was following a single character where I felt like the Hills was always more of an ensemble. Yes. But anyway, the way that Heidi doubles down at that Norman Lear rock the vote event or whatever about how, you know, I don't get why you're so mad and I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. It's like, you might not have done anything, but if she's your friend, you could at least cop to some responsibility. She never took, as Lisa Renner would say, she never owned it. She never took any ownership or any That's- responsibility. It's like, oh, it's just Spencer and it's just Spencer. And at some point in my notes, I write, you know what, Lauren, you're right. Heidi and Spencer are bad people as we've now come to have complete confirmation of at this point. You're absolutely, you know what? You are true. Right about that. And I think the other thing for me is just like the prevalence 10 years ago or 15 years ago of just like rumors around sex tapes and just like the, everything that happened in the way it went down was already bad enough when this initially happened. But I feel like now after everything that has gone down, like Spencer wouldn't have even been given like the time of day when it comes to spreading this rumor, like he would have immediately just been shot down. I think like, this is something that is so like 2006, 2007, like looking at back at this in 2020 after every, you know, thing that has since like, it would just immediately be like, even if this had been based on a real thing, like she would, it would immediately come across as just like inappropriate, like slut shaming and all sorts of stuff. It's so funny just though, but like 15 years ago, sex tapes, I mean, were just not the norm, but like certainly I feel like everyone had a rumor at one point going along about them being involved in a sex tape. Yeah. I feel like there were a lot of sex tape scandals, which we don't really get a ton of anymore because, you know, OnlyFans and Pornhub and kind of like the commodification of all of that. But even just the idea of Elsie having a sex tape then and now to me was like kind of laughable. Like it feels so transparently like a villainous thing that Spencer would do to just kind of get under his skin because she's – I feel like she comes across as like a fairly conservative person. Yeah, she really – she really cherishes her good girl image. I don't think that even with Jason Waller or whatever that she would ever put anything like no. that in jeopardy. No. And, and so I, I feel like it's so transparent that it's just Spencer trying to fuck with her and make her annoyed. Yeah. And she was right. No. And I was absolutely going to say that is like, this is probably what I wrote down in my notes was like, this is probably the raciest thing or juiciest thing that like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren had to deal with on the entire show. Like, really, her, her, oh, yeah, all her storylines on Laguna Beach and the Hills were relatively tame in comparison to like some of the others. Um, that this, was I mean, I really... think you would call her, I think you would call her like anti confrontational, like, right, even absolutely. when things would bother her, she would never bring it up or no, have people, she would never get into it with people. She's sort of passive aggressive, which is kind of why I think a lot of people didn't really like her on the show or like she wasn't she couldn't be the star in maybe the way that they wanted to picture like a Mary Tyler more because she did pass aggressive shit and although it's okay for TV I think maybe it doesn't make her super compelling but this was the most dramatic and I mean let's be honest like interesting she got uh, right. in terms of like the whole show other than you know you'll always be known as the girl who didn't go to Paris and I think after that it was kind of like tough to shake that yeah, no, I would say the same thing. Um, although later, I believe, isn't it at one point in this season, she ends up going to Paris or am I making that up? Isn't it this she season? She does eventually go. Right. I think so. I thought, Her and Whitney yeah. go together. 
Yeah, I think it's the same season. I feel like rewatching this, I like season one, I remember trying to rewatch and it was like, yeah, it sets the tone, but like if there's, it's not that exciting. I feel like it's mid season two that we start to get it's cause you know, Spencer shows up and, um, we start to get like the show does become a little bit more dramatic. Um, and then season three, I feel like between this episode and then episode one where, you know, very iconically says, you know what you did at, uh, Le Deux. like that's, that's really for me, I feel like season three is kind of the peak. And of course, like what you said, once their friendship breaks up, Heidi and Lauren's, yeah, I kept watching as well. But, you know, the excitement was not quite what it had once been. Um, for me personally, I, I noted a few fashion highlights. Um, Heidi, throughout this whole season, wears this anchor cardigan that has like- Oh a- my God, when she <laughs> is in the kitchen talking oh to Kimberly God. or whatever- I immediately had like a flashback because I remember I really I I mean I have an anchor tattoo surprise and I remember really liking and coveting that sweater. I never got the exact one, but I got kind of like similar nautical themed. Yes. I mean, in between 06 and 08, like nautical themed shit was, was on so big. For- yeah. Oh, for sure. Why? And- I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I wore a lot of white flowy skirts. I wore a lot of polo shirts with white flowy skirts and then like a scarf or a headband in your hair. Headbands, another big thing that shows up in this season of the Hills. Lauren's like bringing back Navy blue and black nail polish. Like that was a big thing on this show. The other thing I noted was like, I had a lot of forever 21 versions of some of the going out outfits on the show, especially the dresses with the empire waist. Like, when we're at the Norman Lear party, Whitney's bow mini dress with tights. I definitely had a Forever 21 version of that dress. Um, same with like the one Lauren's wearing when they have the major like friend breakup, um, which meanwhile, Heidi's wearing a This Girl's a Genius t-shirt in that final scene with like two hands pointing at her. Like it's just wild to say the least. Um, and then finally, like, of course, Audrina going out with our sparkly helmet king, Justin Bobby, on a date, which I always remember Justin Bobby as being ridiculous, but like rewatching these episodes just reminded me how ridiculous he was, especially when she's Emily, like. His only. The only thing he contributed to the whole episode was burps. And also, Audrina tried to talk him into getting redlocks, which yes. is disgusting. Disgusting. Nobody needs him in drugs. And I think the most interesting thing for me is that he honestly has not, and this is not a compliment, he has not changed between this version no. of The Hills and the reboot version. He's still an asshole. He's always kind of been an asshole, kind of like fake cool guy. He like thinks he's fucking Johnny Depp. Again, not a compliment. Not I can't a compliment. stand Justin Bobby. No. I no. totally get why LC was completely not into that. But while we're talking about Audrina, I have to ask. What does she do again? I remember that I she's like a receptionist. So she's a receptionist. But then she, she's working with Sean Kingston. She takes him I to the Jimmy Kimmel show. She's a publicist. And then, oh my God. Yeah. This made me, made me laugh so fucking hard. So Sean Kingston is like doing his rehearsal dry run. And he obviously didn't even let them clear the rights to his song because they're yes, playing some God royalty free song instead. But you know what I was. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Thinking though, Margot, so with a lot of MTV shows, the reason they've taken so long to put a lot of MTV shows on uh, streaming platforms is because of those, yeah. So once upon a time, they did have the rights when it originally aired. Like if you watch Daria or any of those shows or like MTV's Undressed, those shows used to have all sorts of hit songs, but the, and same with Real World, but they struck deals back then that were really short term. So it was like for three or four years, you have the rights to use this song by Oasis or whatever. And after that, they couldn't clear it because of all the things. So when you go back and watch some of those shows, some of them have the original tracks, but a lot of them, if you noticed, I was rewatching some of these episodes there. I remember there being like actual songs because they would show you the artist and the name on like the bottom right screen. Okay. Okay. That makes so much sense because I have, yeah. I have a note in here where I'm like, I remember there being better music on this show. Yeah, what it's the totally, happened? they do so that, that with a lot of the MTV shows. Yeah. It. yeah. That explains it. All right, great. Well, I think, you know, the only real things that I want to touch on are how much I miss Heidi's old face, which I don't yes. understand why she needed to have an entirely new face. I don't get that. And... <laughs> And then we can just talk about the fight. I just was reading a note that says, a couple thorns might prick you. Symbolism. I said that too. It was like metaphor. (laughs) Also, my favorite after that is she immediately goes into, wow, your place looks great. Did you get, did you have a cleaning lady come over to clean the place? Like go immediately (laughs) with this like petty backhanded compliment. Bullshit. My so God. Shady. I mean, I really loved, I think some of the stuff that I really liked is like the bad house decor. Like I was mentioning those giant column-esque floating shelves. Also, I'm pretty sure I know where uh, Heidi and Spencer's apartment building was. The ones again, with the big fake columns on them. Oh, yeah. Only because it was the ugliest effing apartment building. And it was like really near like the Beverly center. And you're like, this building is so fucking ugly. I um, totally but put I my, loved, like in college, my roommate I and I definitely had those initial, like I didn't have those exact letters in my apartment with my roommate or our room, but we had, I like, I put our initials near each other's like, and I still have my little letter from anthropology in my apartment, but like, I definitely was inspired by Audrina and Lauren's apartment to like put our initials next to one another's. (laughs) Well, I thought the cutest part of the whole episode was watching like them IM each other, which was just a prototype of an an iMessage. Yes. Which then, of course, the only scene that Spencer is in in this episode, he comes in hot with being hot. a total prick. He's Reading like fucking, fucking trolling messages. her. What the what? fuck? He's like breaking into her laptop? What the fuck? 
I, I mean, don't she, know. I feel like this whole show is warn. Well, this whole season is like warning signs for Heidi to like get the hell away from him, which she just either accepts or completely turns a blind eye to. Like, I, I refuse to believe that she has no idea what's going on. Like, she can try to do this whole babe in the woods, ter- yeah. Teresa Giudice kind of routine, but I don't fucking buy it with her. Especially the episode that I watched after because I just let it autoplay was Heidi and Spencer trying to plan their wedding and them getting to this big fight about how he booked these tickets to go to Vegas. And there's just like a part where he storms off and after he berates her about not wanting to elope. And I was like, this is the time that you don't come back. Like you leave your, you leave your engagement ring there. That looks like honest to God costume jewelry and you don't ever look back, but he comes, he's just so fucking smarmy. And I truly feel like he was creepier then than he is now, even though he's still, you know, not great, Bob, but um, I, I fucking Spencer. I appreciate that he is so willing to be the vil- the villain of all of this. Right, and honestly, you know what? I have to say, and again, not a compliment, but he has very much stayed true to who he was ten years ago, fifteen years ago. He has not changed, yes, Emily, much. because he's a bad person. No, he, but I agree with Lauren. He's a bad person. He is a bad person. Also, I gotta say something because Spencer, and it's weird to see like clean shaven Spencer again, where he looks like Dude, the little boy gross. in The Incredibles. Like he looks exactly like the little boy in The Incredibles. Um, but then, as we've talked about before, like. Blonde men with fa- blonde facial hair always freaks me out a little bit too. It like yeah. makes it weird. So I don't like it either way when it comes to Spencer. Like hair, facial hair, no facial hair. He sucks. So Ooh. the big breakup fight between Heidi and Lauren is, you know, I wouldn't say anticlimactic, I guess. Yeah. Maybe at the time you might have been led to believe through trailers and stuff that they would possibly yes. reconcile. But I feel like. It's pretty apparent. Like, I, I got to say, there's a note in here where I talk about how I think that Whitney is one of the best Office Friends characters in reality TV. Because there's that scene where Lauren is IMing Heidi and Whitney is just, like, chattering back. I'm like, what's she saying? What's going on? I'm just trying to be helpful. What's happening? Oh, my God, you're going to see her? What are you going to say? Are you guys going to be friends? And I just thought, I just really appreciated her sort of, like, Wilson-iness from yes. Home Improvement. Is that his name? Home yeah, Wilson. She Wilson. just kind of has that vibe. And in the next episode that I watched, she like goes on this date with this cornball fucking personal trainer. And I just I I could see why she had her own spinoff show. And I could also see I could remember why I was really excited to see her in this reboot and that she's just sort of like she is too well adjusted and normal to oh, kind of like sure. play it up for on sure. reality. She's, I... such a good, she's such a good friend of. But the fight between Lauren and Heidi, I mean, it seems pretty – from the second that she walked in, when she just wouldn't accept any responsibility, but she kind of gave her she's this, that shitty half-ass apology. She's like, I'm sorry if Spencer did something on behalf of Spencer, which is like a don't expect him to apologize thing, which I think a lot of us have – I don't know. Maybe I'm speaking too broadly, but like a lot of us have experienced um, our friend's significance, others doing fucked up shit that kind of like – that you get inadvertently dragged into and you would like an apology, but you know it's never going to come and it's always your friend who's apologizing on their behalf. And so it's just really fucking infuriating. I think for me, the big thing in this fight was just like, honestly, there was nothing changed. That like they... They, like Heidi exactly. comes over, she says her piece, but honestly, she just says the same things that she has been saying this entire season. Not a single well, thing she changes. Owns, she owns. She up starts to, to change. 
she right. starts to cave a little about this. Maybe if Spencer possibly if, was yes. a little bit involved, then I'm sorry you feel that way. It's like, it's a great reality show villain apology. And I think that Lauren is actually extremely mature. And instead of just like yelling at her or whatever, I think that she does a good job. She she says that she accepts her apology. I was like, girl, where was the fucking apology? Because I did not hear no. one, but whatever. And I don't know if she thought of it. I feel like it was too good and too clean for her to have not thought of, I want to forgive you and I want to forget you ahead of time. Because I felt like maybe that's where like a little bit of the scriptedness comes from. But I feel like oh, in these sure. fights or these big kind of like climactic showdowns, you have to at least in your head, whether in real life or on it for reality show purposes, you kind of got to map it out or else you're going to get real into the weeds where you're just in like a circular argument, which is where Heidi is, which is why she falls into the villain category. But if you come in with sort of a narrative already, you have your exit line all planned out. You can kind of come away clean looking like the good guy, I guess, because you're diffusing the situation instead of feeding into it, which is like what people at home are like screaming, right? Right. I mean, at this point coming out of that thing, I actually thought to myself, did this meeting encounter st- really just, it was a five minute encounter. <laughs> Heidi drops off the flowers, sick, huh? reiterates what no, she really said, maybe, maybe sort of cops too. Maybe she knew that Spencer maybe said this and she maybe had something to do with it, but you know, she can only say, I, I'll apologize on behalf of him and blah, 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 like that's, and then I want to forgive you and I want to forget you. And then that's it. It literally took Heidi longer to walk up to Lauren's apartment, <laughs> walking around the pool than it does for the entire apology scene, including she cleaning lady comment. <laughs> when she walked by the pool, I was like, are you lost? Why are you I walking? Just go know. in. Like, why do we need this? But I know that everybody loves that. I want to forgive you. I want to forget you line. But I think another classic, like, I told you so kind of thing is like, have a great life. I hope you have a great life. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I just cackled. It was just so dumb. Because Heidi is, I wouldn't say obsessed with her, but like, I feel like LC factors in more heavily to Heidi and Spencer's life than the other way around. Oh, so for sure. for I don't know. Sure. I don't know if there's necessarily definitive winners or losers of anything like this, but it is interesting that you and I both kind of lost a little bit of interest once Heidi and Lauren stopped being friends. Well, and then they just tried to bring back low and it's just like, and I liked low on Laguna beach, but I really found her to be just uneventful on bills. Like I, it's just unnecessary. So, yeah, I mean, it, it just, it keeps going and it, you know, the show's on and of course there's like the wedding and all that, but yeah, I mean, that's, you know, you start out with like one friendship on the show, even though I know with housewife franchises, like those evolve all the time, but th- I think there was just this one friendship was so core to the show's beginning and there weren't too many other established friendships at the beginning of the show that um Mm -hmm. to have really focused your the focal point of your show being this one particular friendship versus like three or four other friendships for that big one to just like end and then you try to make something out of other ones just never really worked for me yeah I agreed but Oh, the hills. Are you going to go back and rewatch any of the older seasons? I can't believe these episodes are only 20 minutes. In my mind, they're 40. They're 40 minutes. I know. I thought the same thing. I'm what, but like commercials. There were so many commercials. (laughs) I guess that's true. But even still, it would have been like about a half hour or so. I still thought it was like almost an hour, maybe not. But yeah, I was truly shocked to find that out. I was like, 20 minutes. Okay, great. Yeah, I can watch like a season in three or four hours, basically. 
I think it's great to rewatch the hills while you like fold laundry yep. or clean out your email inbox or There's just a three good minutes passive of background watch. For oh yeah, 20, and don't worry, like any day yeah. fiance, they will cut and 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 Fast and the Furious, they will constantly be recapping. What they do the opposite of what David Manman says. They recap the scene that just happened for you in the current scene before they move on to the next scene while they're setting up the next scene. So it's great, it's, you know, just constant exposition. It's like you could, you know, there's like telling time and like in Hill's years, it's like three minutes of any other TV show. Oh, that's 20 Hill minutes, you know, like that's how I kind of tell time in the Hills. Yeah, and if, I, if nothing else, rewatch it for just the bonkers, weird early 2000s events they all go to. Events. Norman Lear, d- defend your voice or whatever oh, it's called. I, oh, God, I wrote it down. Speaking of going to places Declareyourself.com. I have decided that if we make, like, the, the moment we have um, people willing to buy merch for our podcast, we need to make a shirt that says Lay Do. Like, it's supposed to be Le De, but... <laughs> Using the same lettering, but spelled L-A-Y, separate word, D-O-O. Because the jarring, like, hearing Spencer and Heidi and Lauren while rewatching some of these episodes just keep saying, lay do, lay do, over and over again is just, (laughs) as a French speaker... I totally understand, but I really need to point out to you that no one wants to pay for a shirt that says do on it with two O's. This is true. This is true. I just feel like I cannot leave you out there like that. (laughs) Maybe Uh, we can talk about some other merch ideas later. Um, I I am all, I feel like we, we talked for longer than this episode. So I think we should wrap it up. We should wrap it up. If you want to read about some fun pop culture deep dives, we are on Medium and you can find us at Old Millennials Pod. We've got a music appreciation post coming out about Just in the Pussycat. We have old posts that correspond to some previous episodes that we have. We have a deep dive on the Romeo and Juliet soundtrack. Lots of good stuff there. We are also on Instagram and Facebook at The Old Millennials Pod. And if you enjoyed this, please do us a favor and rate and review us because it helps other people find it, as well as good old fashioned telling other people about us. You can also follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Marg, she wrote. And I'm at Emily A. Vision. And until next time, bye-bye. bye bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger. Feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus... Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.